Hello everyone, this is Joe. This episode was recorded by Mike and there's a little bit of reverb in the audio. The conversation was really good with Lightem and Hyde and I still think it should be released. So I hope you bear with us. Thank you. Hello and welcome to the Parkscope Unprofessional Podcast Hour. Joining me tonight is Nick. How are you doing, Nick? Doing well, Michael. How are you? I'm uh, I'm doing good considering, uh, you know, cities underwater and, you know, things are going on. But uh, I understand you're on spring break. Yeah, spring break. Spring break. Pretty crazy. St. Patrick's Day in Savannah. Yay! Woo! You, you going? No. Good. <laughs> I'm not stupid. <laughs> also joining us tonight is Lane. Good evening, gentlemen. Hey, Lane. This is the Southern Delegate version of the Parkscope Unprofessional oh, Podcast. Yes, the South will rise again. This is proof that the South will rise again? <laughs> Rerun this. <laughs> All right. So what's going on tonight, guys? Where's the show notes? <laughs> I sent them to you. You didn't get them? Oh, goodness. Send them the show notes again. Got it. Got it. Yep. All right. All right, we did the intros. Good. So far, good. <laughs> All right, so we're, now we're going to Mako. <laughs> yeah! They completed it today, correct? Correct. That's why I figured we'd throw it in there, just to give them a shout-out. Because it looks cool. It looks like a good coaster. I think it's going to be fun. It's going to yeah. get me to go to SeaWorld this summer. We're making SeaWorld great again. <laughs> making SeaWorld something. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> great. It's kind of a, a far to go there, but, you know. Listen, they had Alabama a few weeks ago. That's pretty damn good. Yeah. Some good old school 80s music in the countryside. All right. So, yeah, SeaWorld. They're giving out free beer, right? Yeah, like the free, uh, what is it, like a couple ounces when you buy a pretzel or something? Yeah, something like that. And they have that um, that cooling and pass holder lounge thing where they're giving away free Coke all the time to pass holders, which is cool. That's so, wonderful. Because especially with their passes being so cheap. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't renew mine, so. Yeah, so you can get your SeaWorld on and then head out to iDrive and go to that new Kardashian candy factory, right? No, it was a bar or a nightclub. That's what it was? Yeah. I I thought it was the candy store. Yeah, I thought it was like uh, a candy place just like we're getting at Universal. Spoiler alert. Whoa! The sugar 360 thing that – because Banks was talking about that he couldn't even go in the candy store because – Kardashian was there. He's got to go I back later. I that Sugar 360 was a club. Was that ignorant of me? Isn't it Lanoline? Get your head out the gutter. Isn't the guy doing the guy that's trying to do the Skyplex thing isn't he a club owner from Miami? And didn't he just open up a big like warehouse club on iDrive? I think this is all connected. So in my head I thought that was just another one of this guy's thing and he got a Kardashian to come help open it. No, that's a candy store, man, or something. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know. I haven't. I don't. I just don't care about three sixty. I just don't care about it. But you also see where they had the baby reveal in the Orlando Eye. <laughs> the what? Like, did someone pay for that? Yeah, they paid for it, and they lit up the Orlando Eye in blue because it was a boy. <laughs> that's uh, pretty. That's uh, the epitome of. White privilege, right? I don't know. Yeah. It depends on how much it costs. Maybe they're so cheap that for like 150 bucks, you can go, nah, give me uh, some black and some purple and some pink. <laughs> yeah, the Orlando Eye is like, yeah, we don't care. Pretty <laughs> much. We'll do anything bucks. for customers. <laughs> it's a legitimate threat to Orlando, guys. It, um, it's uh, iDrive is where it's at. No, man. Like, so... Other than Grab and Goes, uh, Universal Studios Hollywood is getting a year-round Walking Dead haunt attraction. How exciting, guys. It is exciting. My question is, how would one staff this? Didn't they have one of these before? Yes. The cl- yes. It, but it was Classic Monsters. Yeah. So it was yeah. kind of tired. And then they uh, basically lost all the scare actors in it that, towards the end. I don't know if it was tired. I, I imagine it probably was, but I think people enjoyed it. I think it was just one of those things you kind of took for granted. Yeah, and and if you go somewhere once a month, do you go through the haunt every time? 
I think I would. Maybe. I, you know, but I, I just go to the park so early in the day that I don't necessarily want to go to the haunt, but I guess you don't go to that park in the morning. Would it, would a haunt, though, lose its flair after a few months? Like, where if, like, you went, say you went, like, a local goes, and there's a haunt there, wouldn't it at some point just become... I don't think you're ever doubling that up. Right. Yeah. But I think I think the cast there had a lot of autonomy. And if you had a really good cast, you had a really good time. And mm-hmm. they had a lot of freedom. And I think they would make occasional updates. And I think for Horror Nights, it would get a bump. I might just be making this up in my head, though. Well, they would, they would switch it to a different maze or a different house. Yeah. So I, mean, I think it's a nice thing yeah. to have. And I was kind of pumped when the rumors we were going to get one, you know, the fake rumors. But... <laughs> the Transformers mislead. Yeah, like I think it's a fun thing to kind of have, and you don't have to do it every time. But I mean, it's there. I would yeah. do it more than Rip Ride Rocket. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. mean, like if it was something like twenty five years quality. Yeah. You know, a good haunt. You know. I guess if the rooms were cool, that would be different. Yeah. If it was more like a bar, a lounge you'd want to hang out in, and you could go through it, and it was dense, and like I just feel like it would be. I'd kind of a cheaper maze because it was full time, but I don't know. I just don't know that much about uh, haunts and mazes. I think it would be cool if you had something like that with the classic monsters, but you didn't have like one linear path. Like maybe the path would change, like there'd be like a switch, and it'd be mm-hmm. kind of like random which way you would go. I don't know, something yeah. kind of like that would work, but I mean, maybe that's like the next generation haunted house type concept. They probably already have one somewhere, but I think that'd be kind of like a neat thing to even experiment with for Horror Nights. Where, you mean like, could, it, like how the guys could, change their corn mazes every year, just change it every two weeks or No, like it, be, like there'd be like a break in the line and like a door would shut and another window would open and you'd go like a different direction than everybody else. Or it'd be even cool if it was like you you remember those books that we had when we were kids yeah, and it was like sh- Yeah, should Dumbo go over the mountain or through the mountain, turn right. to page, you know, stuff like that. And you could like pick, do I take a right, do I take a left? And then it t- it deviates from there. Yeah, I don't know the logistics of something like that, but I think it'd be a cool thing to experiment with. And it would, that would up the the redoability, or you know, the, re, the more times you could experience it. Yeah, but uh, I, think I, I think this is a good attraction for the park. I don't quite like the IP. I think walking you can advertise and get people in the door. Yeah, so for whatever it, people reason people really like the IP. I never really got into it, but the houses I, I like at Universal just have been so so. I mean, the one, I mean, not last year, but the year before, the, the biggest one ever. I mean, it was just like, is this over with yet? Yeah. <laughs> the, the, well, I mean, that's I'm, really I, nice I'm a, I'll yeah. watch the show. You're I like deadhead. The Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, I'm a deadhead. Uh, but the mazes are not, I mean, the only thing that's cool about the mazes is like you walk through and you're like, oh, I remember that from this episode, or I remember that from this part of the season. This is where this happened. But the zombies just aren't scary. Like, they're just not... Right. I don't know. Yeah, they, they just don't... I don't know. You get, like, maybe one jump scare in the Walking Dead houses, if you're lucky. I think compared to everything else at Horror Nights, slow-walking zombies aren't that scary. Right. Right. Like, there's other really fun, more extreme, out-there, loud, fun, scary things, and zombies just aren't that. Well, uh, and if you watch the show, like, the zombies aren't even like the the main thing anymore like it's not about this the zombies play a part but it's more about the werewolves. relationships between the huh werewolves well yeah the werewolves and the different factions of people who are like still living and the interpersonal relationships and all that with this backdrop of the zombie apocalypse so it it loses something in that that situation Okay. So it's definitely but, a thing for Walking Dead fans. I just don't know how it appeals to people who aren't, but I guess there are enough Walking Dead fans where it really doesn't matter right now. I <laughs> still have my, in the future, there could be a problem. I still have my fingers crossed for the Walking Dead Sally Dark Ride. I wish those guys nothing but the best. Yeah, and I think even something like that would have had more appeal to people who aren't fans of Walking Dead, whereas I think the maid is kind of... It's just for Walking Dead fans. It really is. It's just walking through the TV sets, basically. Correct, but you got you're putting you know however many extra people Potter's going to put in that park is an attraction they don't even have to build. 
Yeah. yeah. So, it's an attraction and they, in a capacity they don't have to build. And they know how to put up a haunt quick, and that'll be a, a speed bump because people will see Walking Dead on their way to Potter, and they'll go to that. Yeah, a this, certain is, this, percentage is on their, uh, this is on their Buena Vista Street type entrance area, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. That's That's pretty neat. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of like what Transformers was for Diagon Alley, yeah. in a way, to what Hogsmeade is for, you know what I mean? Correct. Like, the Transformers was the, the thing. The speed bump. Right. Before you got to Diagon Alley, and this is kind of like a speed bump before you get to Hogsmeade, in some ways. Man, that upper lot's such a mind frick for me. <laughs> that whole park is. Like, I still just can't even fathom what I, it is. I can't grasp it. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's so peculiar and different. I want to go out there and see it because it's like I can't I can't look at a map or Google Earth and and understand how it flows. Yeah, because we're not used to two level parks. <laughs> yeah, it's just I like Flatland with the straight roads. <laughs> we're from the south. Um. So yeah. What's our next then, thing on the list? Are they yeah. done? Or what was this in reference to? Uh, USH, our last show with the Inside Universal guys, oh. we were went on a, about a 30-minute tirade oh. about the sight lines in uh, Wizarding World of Harry Potter. And it appears that they uh, mm-hmm. have started addressing some of these issues. Last week, they started with scaffolding on the back of the Shrek building, which was seen, obviously, in Hogsmeade. And now they're also scaffolding on the um, building to the right of Forbidden Journey. Um, that's like kind of behind the fenced-in area right there. Um, so that's those are good things. Um, however, so now, they're fixing most of the sidelines. Yeah, but there still isn't movement. Maybe there will be in the future if there is, and I'll be really excited. That area to the top, the, the top right-hand cliff of Hogwarts. There's like that beige wall that's in every version, which is like the most predominant part place yeah. of the show building that you could see. That still hasn't been touched. Yeah. So, but maybe they will, since they're doing the rest of them. Um, because last week they started with Shrek, which is now covered by a tarp. Had, and now they have I Shrek on that today. I was listening to... Go ahead. Shrek tarp? Dead lean. I had a comment when uh, you were talking about it on that show that they were, um, that this park is now being held to Disneyland expectations. And it was unfair. I think one of the John said this. It's unfair that they. Universal is not Disneyland, but is people are coming in with Disneyland expectations, and it's just not that way. But I don't think also, they are. Also, sidebar. Go ahead. I did listen to. I listened to four of the six hours of them talking about their Asian trip. So they're like, "Oh my goodness, who made it through this? It will be me as of as of lunchtime tomorrow." Yeah, those were good shows. What were you saying? Um, I don't think USH is held to Disneyland standards. I think out of all the Universal Parks, that's kind of held to the lowest one, I think, because it's always just been regarded as the studio park. So mainly a movie studio first, then a theme park second, and it's always been Mm kind of funky and weird. So I don't think it's held to that standard. Um, But maybe going forward it will be. I just don't think it's there yet. I think Universal Orlando is held to the Disney World standard, but I don't think the Hollywood one is... But, I mean, they, I guess they would know better than me because they actually live out there. But I think I think the Hollywood crowd kind of gets that park and why it is the way it is. And I think it is popular, you know, amongst the locals. So I don't know. I mean, maybe as an outsider going in, you might expect Disneyland quality, but I don't think they're there yet. Uh, yeah. What you think what they're seeing is I think what they're seeing is they're seeing a certain amount of people from the Disneyland annual pass holder ranks are starting to come because of Potter. Okay. And that is the perception that they have is that their first time visit to the park or their first time in a long time that they are holding it to the Disneyland standard. And that's what they're they're saying on like Twitter or on the forums or things like that, that, you know, this is not how Disney would do it because it's their first time going to the park or their first time in a long time going. And all they really were thinking about is the tour. So I think that, you know, some of that perception, and that's kind of what happened here with um, when Potter opened in Orlando, there was a certain percentage of the population who had never gone 
gone to Universal, who hadn't gone in a long time, who came when Potter opened, and we saw a lot of the same complaints and the same talk, and it still goes on. But I think that's when when that when Disney is what you know, and Disney is your your bread and butter. That's what you're going to compare everything to, and that's what they're seeing is that that point of view that we we've already gone through. All right, that's a good take on it. I like it. Uh, I think what would be encouraging if you're walking into Hollywood for the first time is that they are addressing concerns and some some problem areas. So I think what's good with the Universal Parks is when you walk around, you just see progress, and you can see them trying to make changes. And um, It's happening in Orlando, and especially Hollywood, with the new entrance area. Simpsons is brand new. Despicable Me is new. Potter's new, and now they're working on the Potter problems. So I think those are all positive things. Uh, Jurassic Park just had its refurb. Um, they're about to demolish stuff in the lower lot. So I think they have some newer buildings in the lower lot, too, where they used to have the, um, what was that soundstage? I don't remember. But it was like a, a really historic soundstage that they demolished. Um, and, of course, they have the new Fast and the Furious ride in the tram tour. Woo-woo. So uh, I think, uh, you know, if you're a, a new... <laughs> yeah, steak pickle. If you're a new person going to <laughs> Studios Hollywood, I think just give it time. And understand that, you know, they finally got under new ownership and money's being pumped in and, you know, that park's going to get better and better and better, which is exciting. Um, so, yeah, Universal Hollywood. Ooh. Do y'all seriously think they're going to put Diagon Alley back there, over there? Yeah. I don't think it's even reasonable. What do you mean? I don't. I mean, I think it's too big, and I don't think it's something that they want to duplicate. Yeah, I get that, and I appreciate that. And if I had it my way, it wouldn't be anywhere else either, unless it was a resort with two parks. But yeah, I guess it's hashtag it's a business, so it's going to happen. I just hope they put them far enough away from each other where there is some kind of distance between the two. I think if they're too close together, there's some redundancy, a lot of redundancy. Uh-huh. I think what's special about what we have is that it's in two parks and you actually have to travel between the two and there is that distance to keep between the two if you really wanted to. But with and, them, yeah. yeah, go ahead. And if a family chooses to go to one park or the other, yeah. they still get a Potter experience. Right. Um, to whereas I don't think there's enough differences between the two to have them both in the same park, especially next to each other like some people say, which is just completely outrageous. But I don't think it fits in the upper lot. I think that's been disproven so yeah. it'd be somewhere in the lower lot and i think they have enough room down there to play with but hopefully they just save it for a second park but probably not my biggest prayer for universal creative in dealing with potter is to be patient man this fantastic not- beast the new scalamander stuff is going to be so cool i say fast track that as hard as we can the 1920s uh <laughs> money. it's going to be awesome Wait a minute, bro. One minute you're saying be patient. <laughs> you're saying fast track. I'm saying be patient. Don't <laughs> copy what you already have. Yeah, well. It's Let something about... new and cool come out that yeah. JK also made up. Yeah. That there's no reason that can't be just as big as Harry Potter stuff. Yeah, but it's not up to them. It is not. Yeah. But um, certainly there's some cool things to come up with in the future at both mm-hmm. resorts. So, um, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. And the Potter lands too, so I'm excited about the future. But yeah, I would I would prefer not to see them clone it here and there and everywhere, but I just know that's what's gonna happen. Um yep. because that's what they do. It's too big of a success. It's yeah. too big of a success for it not to be. So I just don't know how successful it is in the same park. And hopefully the people who do the studies on that will show them that data, be like, Well, just because it's successful in Orlando doesn't mean it'll be successful when it's in one spot. But then again, it might yeah. work in Hollywood because it's the upper and the lower. And yeah. If you put it far enough on the lower, which they could do possibly, then that could work. I just think there needs to be some distance. Uh, and business-wise, you know, if they can get the same bump of people they're going to get this summer, then, yeah, you kind of have to take it. Yeah. Yeah. But, and so uh, I don't know. Yeah. And so what's not on this list is that Universal Studios Japan, I guess, released some attendance figures or whatever, and they're mm-hmm. like way up there now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were what one of the most the one of the busiest parks in the world now, yeah. right? So yeah. that's all on the heels of Potter. 
they opened Potter last year, a year before. Last year might have been the first full year with it. That must have been it, right? Yeah. yeah. And it'll be interesting to see, because if Diagon Alley goes into Japan, then and I could see it going into Japan because, yeah. you know, they'll they'll do crazy numbers with it. Yeah. Um, I guess one day I'll regret never getting to that Japan park before they ripped out everything. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's like still the only place you can go for Jaws and Back to the Future and all the classic Universal stuff that we've kind of lost. Apparently Back to the Future is going away, yeah. right? Yeah, I think yeah. it's all probably not long for this world. So as long yeah. as I keep Space Fantasy so I can do that one day. The, the spaghetti chase. That's in Singapore, right? Where's that at? Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah that's the... Hello, Dark Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because Japan has Spider-Man. That's right. Yeah. And we... um. And the the SeaWorld parks have the rights to Sesame Street characters. Does, does Japan have Spider Man? Yes. yes, they have it where Kong and uh, Mummy. Right. In New I York. Know if, yeah. I guess they still have the rights over there. Cool. That's the yeah, part apparently they not, do. That's the part of it I'm not familiar with. I know how it works in the United States, but not there. You know, freaking Hollywood had Marvel too, and they they got rid of that stupid restaurant. Mm hmm. On that, we got some uh, Disneyland news that Marvel's getting kicked out of the top of Interventions. <laughs> for, the, yep. for whatever the next movie preview will be. No, it's Star Wars. They're putting the Star Wars Land preview. Well, the launch bay thing, yeah. yeah. This is going to take it all over. Wait, what? Yeah, they're putting a Blue Sky Cellar launch bay. So what's in the Blue Sky Cellar at DCA? Is that just empty now? Nothing. I think it's just, just a AP room or something. I yeah, guess it's it makes not sense like... to put it in Disneyland. I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Um, y'all want to y'all want to talk some horror nights? Always. Always. What you got? I didn't hear this rumor this week, but one of y'all did. <sighs> well, this is it was, this is Nick's baby here. It was posted on HHN unofficial. Um, on the 10th of March, that there's a few rumors circulating that Alfred, Alfred Hitchcock might be coming to Horror Nights 26 and Orlando as a maze. That Nothing specific, just that they're looking at the idea of maybe using Hitchcock for one of the mazes, one of his his uh, stories of some type. So, something from his catalog. Would you say, like, one movie from the catalog? Or, like, here's a Hitchcock house, five rooms go? I'm not sure. But like me and Mike was talking, it would be interesting if they put Hitchcock in the Shrek building because, you know, yep. <laughs> this is very meta. But no, I mean, I think last year proved with the black and white stuff at um, Drive-In that a black and white house would be really cool. Oh, yeah. And Hitchcock, Hitchcock could lend itself to that if you did the right thing and make it not like the – not like this, kind of like Wonderland was. It Wonderland wasn't really the scary house. It was kind of the fun house, but make it like that, um, black and white, but not like, because Hitchcock's not really scary. It's just kind of more suspenseful. So make it some type of a suspenseful type house. It would be cool. Yeah. Um, y'all didn't go that year, but in 2012 they did that impromptu classic monsters house in black and white. That was really cool. And you like that? Yeah. I and mean, they put that together last minute when they decided to put in Transformers. That was like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. they were supposed to have a Mayan house in, in uh, Sound Station Forty Four, and when that got the axe, they hurried up and put together this classic monster house, and it was all in black and white with strobe lights, and that was really really cool. And it would really be it would really be meta and awesome to have the Hitchcock in the old Hitchcock building. Um, yeah. So, but I don't know. I mean, it would I, like I remember like watching the birds that freaked me out when I was watching when I saw the birds for the first time still don't look at birds the same way but you know if you could do something like that if you could bring that that type of psychological aspect to a house yeah it'd be intense yep yep I like that we have that new house location yeah. which one Shrek yep when do uh, when do Horror Nights rumors start coming heavy May-ish. May-ish, yeah. May is when they start building them, so I think it's when the leaks start. Okay. 
you'll you'll start hearing some things in the next two months. Now, yeah, starting now through April, but then May's where everything will start hitting, and then what? Well, like about June, late June, early July, we'll start hearing official stuff. Yeah, and they have like that. There's like a. Whenever Publix puts up their kiosk, we'll know. <laughs> yeah, there's like some uh, there's some horror, like Comic Con type event. Always like Scare LA, maybe is what it's called. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. they usually have some kind of announcement there for the for like an IP. So we'll see. I'm hoping no Walking Dead this year, but yeah. probably. <laughs> I'm probably, hoping. Probably just I'm hoping the, whole, the Hollywood House like cheaply. I'm hoping it's a uh, Fear of the Walking Dead instead of regular Walking Dead, just to switch it up a little bit, give a uh, different spice to it. Because like the riot scenes and all that from the first season of that, that would be cool to go through like a riot and having people changing into zombies, but nobody really know what's going on and all that. Yeah. So I'm excited about Horror Nights. Just uh, like some new stuff and. Some more house locations if they could find one. <laughs> That's going to be tough to do. Um, they're going to have to probably add another sprung tent somewhere. Because they lost when do you after. think? When do you think that we'll find out if it's going to be two parts or not? I think it's already been decided just to do a single. Yeah. yeah. I think it's been crowded, but it's worked well. I think they'd rather rework tickets and prices than rework and try to open it up more. Yeah. Or I think you can leave islands open later. Like, leave islands open at 7 or 8 or 9 even, and that'll help more nice crowds. Yeah. That won't happen. No, it sucks. They want more people because more people equals more beer. Yeah. Yeah. And more blinking cups and more jack juice and all that stuff. So, those alcohol cells have to be ginormous. Yeah. They do okay. <laughs> I I pulled up the uh, the blog post from this week about the steampunk twosome chocolate factory, which is glorious because it's not uh, World Wrestling Entertainment Hall of Fame as predicted. So we're getting a ridiculous steampunk circular building with stuff and gears right next to the park. They are dumping a ton of money into the theming for this restaurant thing. Because they already had it on the facade. Just crazy. Yeah. It was absolute crazy. Yeah, it's more the same food we've always been getting, but now with chocolate. And cool stuff. I, uh, I pulled up the menu so we could talk about these milkshakes. The Chocolate X5, an explosion of chocolate with chocolate spirals, chunks, and ice cream and whipped cream. Number two, the Bacon Brittle. A fun twist on a breakfast favorite with bacon ice cream, bacon brittle, chocolate-covered bacon, and bacon caramel. These seem like so dense. Like five or six ingredients is a lot for a milkshake. This doesn't work well with our Volcano Bay Bods. It doesn't. I'm going to have to skip right by this. Number three, Espresso Buzz, a coffee lover's dream with coffee, ice cream, and chocolate-covered beans. Yes. Number four, red velvet, a milkshake topped with red velvet cake. Nuff said. No, thank you. <laughs> Number five, key lime pie. We've taken this classic Florida dessert and turned it into a delicious shake. Yes. We even got a slice oh, of yes. pie on top. Oh, yes. So That's mine. Sundays are anything but ordinary with fairs like salty caramel flan, chocolate brownie bark, and s'mores. Can you just imagine the, the smell whenever you walk in this place oh, and the chocolate just hits you? It's going to be pumping. When you walk by it, they're pumping out smell. Like, just totally awesome. I'm sure, I'm sure they will be. <sighs> this, this is like a Willy Wonka brought to life without Willy Wonka. This rumor has been around probably as long as the WWE one. You know, Willy yeah. Wonka coming to the parks, you know, in some kind of shape or form, and then when NBA City closed, it's going to be chocolate or some kind of sugar thing. And lo and behold, here we are. Finally. No one believed the uh, candy shop slash chocolate thing. Yeah. However, yeah. Or at least it seemed like it seemed like everybody was wanting their John Cena statue with Hulk Hogan because memorabilia. theme park fans are obsessed with wrestling for whatever reason. 
the Venn diagram of theme park fans and wrestling fans crosses over in some kind of weird, weird, weird space. I don't get it. But here we are. Mm. I watched it in middle school. (laughs) So that was before the XFL? Yeah, yeah. I actually have an XFL football. Just because, like, it was after they canceled the league and it was on sale for, like, $2 at Kmart. They yeah. were trying to get rid of them. So, so I bought one to have one to remember for all eternity, the XFL. Yeah. Did we lose Lane? Nope. I'm right here. Okay. I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited about Keylon Milkshake. I love Keylon. That was my groom's cake. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. It's going to be good. So next thing we have is Hulk progressing right along. How about the green monster coming up? We did uh, on our last, uh, the Lane Joe and Mike show, we talked about our Hulk predictions. And we all had varying things, but I think it's going to open a lot sooner than we thought. Uh... It just I think a lot's on, going. Yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I think a lot depends on what's going on in that launch tunnel and in the queue. Yeah, that we don't really know a lot about. Yup. So we shall see. You'll know you got about three weeks once they start running cars. Yeah, they got to complete the yeah. track. So they're still a ways from that. What do you think about those extra supports they put in? Is it? It might be. It might be for the net. Are they putting up a permanent net there? Because isn't that right underneath the underneath the cobra roll? I have no idea. Okay, y'all really uh, like roller coasters. See, I do. Did you see the? Um, I like roller coasters too. But did you see like the um, the entrance for Jurassic Park in uh, Japan? I know you saw it, Mike, because it was in. Um, yeah, that's, a text that's thing the that we got. <laughs> yeah, they they've put like a cover over the walkway, so you still have the Jurassic Park arch, but there's literally a cover that extends beyond the arch and covers up the path as you walk in because that new flying coaster goes over it. It makes me wonder if um that's not going to happen to the bridge going into Marvel Superhero Island at some point. I don't know why they would if they're doing the metal detectors. <sighs> I, I don't know. Do you want the liability, just in case? <laughs> I, I would like them to build a theme tunnel, but I guess it's too much to ask for. There's already a theme tunnel. It would be a third theme tunnel. You can't ever have enough theme tunnels. Just, just theme tunnel inception. Theme everything. All the theming. That's right. Hook it up. Very excited. They should theme it to the 1964 World's Fair. God bless oh, yes. Explorer. <laughs> National Parks exhibit inside of it would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I'm wondering if there's going to be, like, you were talking about the little supports down there. If there's going to be, like, some type of uh, effect. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what those little supports are that are randomly placed in the in the lagoon. I guess we'll find out. And I think even one of the supports had like uh, I mean, like little brackets on it or something to attach something to, so who knows. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll find out. Um, also, we have the Volcano Bay logo, which is very yes. chic and retro looking and awesome. But people hate it. I approve. Who hates it? Who, people, dude. The forums. Yeah. There's no need to hate it. The forums. Yeah, no. they think it's like not perfect or whatever. I didn't go read the forums about that, so I'm glad I didn't. Yeah. Because it, it fits. It, it looks like Cabana Bay and Volcano Bay. Like, it, it fits. Everything's going to flow together right there. Yeah. Like, it, it's perfect for that. Yup. With the sapphire colors. Yeah. Yes. It's Command Bay and Sapphire that. Colors. That's, that's what Volcano Bay is. It's literally the mush of the two. Mm-hmm. Which that whole little area 
Yeah, from Royal Pacific that to will... Sapphire to Cabana to the Royal, to Volcano Bay, all just kind of works together in some kind of weird way. So, it's gonna all flow very nicely, and it's got its own little boat. It's gonna be adorable. I'm very excited. Now, there's also that infographic for um, Sapphire Falls. I couldn't read whatever they posted on Twitter. It was like low resolution, but I think that's where somebody got the um, the five aged drum barrels or whatever. Yeah, I didn't see this. Universal posted like what you need to know about Sapphire Falls, but it's like but it was too grainy to see. You can't read it. But there were like five rum barrels and something. Two shots of rum. Woo! I just trust the rum captain will take me on a nautical journey of happiness and. Listen, if you can't trust a rum captain, who can you trust? Who can you trust? Y'all need one in Louisiana right now. You yeah. just getting the Piro with a rum captain. <laughs> you laugh. My dad took the Piro to work today. <laughs> so when he got home, he could paddle back to the house. Cajuns are the best. Because <laughs> this truck could only go so far, and then you have to get in your Piro yes. to get the rest of the way. Yes. For the listeners out there, Louisiana got some serious rain last week up north, and it's finally making its way down to us down on the coast, and uh, it is wreaking havoc on my town, or at least the parts along the Pearl River. And, uh, yeah, so we're experiencing that fun right now, but luckily it's not in the house. Um, but some people, in places where it's never flooded before, with all that rain, it just, like, it would fill up these these cricks, and they flooded. And uh, so now uh, that's working its way down to us. And it's the highest it's been since 1983. So, yeah, fun stuff. Oh, I see the infographic. Sorry. Yeah. Can you read sure it? You can't freaking read it. No. <laughs> I, I see. Like, you can read, like, the big words, like, attend the rum tasting, but then you can't read what it says about the rum tasting. Right. Oh, I'm going to attend it. <laughs> There's a chance I just hang out by pools and go to the parks at night that whole week. I, I, could, I could believe that. This is going to be a good time. Yeah. I could handle that. I mean... Except for uh, Disney Day. I mean, I'm going to do the same thing that day. I went, nah, I'm, I'm on a full day there. If I'm on pay to go to a Disney Park, I'm going to go to Disney Park. Got to get your $125 worth. Oh, goodness. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So we're gonna talk. I might as well pay for uh, premium parking. <laughs> might as well pay for that. Oh, I'm yeah. $125 I didn't go. make it on a rundown. Disney's charging premium for parking. No one's surprised. It's okay. I, I try to the um, drive cars, anyways. Yeah, I know. At Epcot, it would. Did be you see the? Uh... Go ahead. Go ahead, Mike. I said Epcot. Yeah, go ahead. The preferred uh, parking would work because, like, you can park like literally right there. Um, but like you Magic, joked, you Magic. joked that Magic Kingdom would only be worth it if you could park in the Tomorrowland. Right, because no matter where you park, at TTC, it's going to take you at least 30 minutes from your car to the gate mm-hmm. um, just to make that trip. So, But there is a parking lot behind Main Street USA in Tomorrowland that would be perfect for that. You could charge $100 a car. Easy. If you gave him a cupcake, he could charge 125 <laughs> <laughs> It's a It's a parking dessert party. <laughs> But let, let, let's be real, though. Like, the only parks, Epcot and Animal Kingdom Studios park oh. parking lot so small, you could walk it. I mean, it's not that far of a walk from the worst parking spot to the park entrance at Studios. But Animal Kingdom and Epcot, on, like, a very busy day, I could see. But beyond that, like, like if you were there, like, 4th of July week, I could see it. Maybe. But yeah, but then you're gonna have the crappy parking place that you gotta try to leave from after the fireworks, which is a catch twenty two. If you're parking that much, I think you're doing Disney World wrong. <sighs> Under yeah. my argument of, I Disney World's only fun to go to if you can at least have one side transportation to one park. Yeah, the elitist. Like I'm gonna take a boat. I'm gonna take a monorail. If I'm driving, then I did something wrong. Yeah. I think uh, that's part of my little Twitter rant earlier this morning is that 
I think you do need that immersion to kind of make it all worth it. Yeah. Did y'all see the um, the thing I was going to say earlier? Did y'all see the, the tweet that um, another voice for Disney posted about, um, he said, coming to Disney in 2020, sure, just touch your magic band to the to the indicator as you come onto the bus for the $15 fee to ride to the parks. It's really easy. Just touch it. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, boy. Well, let's go talk about swamps and other swamps. Let's talk about a little New York City. Woo-woo. Night up. Think about the 30 Rock facade coming up in Universal. Yeah, they added so, that center block building over by the uh, concert the, stage, and that's already themed now. It has the uh, the 30 Rock texture already put on it. Mm-hmm. That was fast too. Yeah. And Our boy Jason Sorrell's taking care of us. Yeah, and then they're <laughs> adding the brackets for the facade for the uh, marquee, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping they just keep going up, up, up with it. I'm just run it. it. Yeah. Cover up that whole building. Yes. Or what's left of it. Yeah, and they got they they have a crane out there now, so we should start seeing a lot of progress. Is uh Fast and Furious delayed? They, they <sighs> I saw something here. about that. Maybe question mark. Oh, okay. It took them a so long working, time to get I... that pump station tore down. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I saw something about underground, isn't that. It? Yeah. Yeah, there was something about like, removing some of the effects from Earthquake had caused a delay that would push it back some, but I don't... Who knows? We Who figured Fallon sure. was coming out first anyways, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think in- Fallon should be next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yep. and Volcano Bay next year also. Mm-hmm. And then Fast and Furious. Yeah. We should be seeing some construction walls going up here shortly for Nintendo, probably. Maybe. Wherever it's going. I drive. Third part. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, yeah there were, Somebody on Orlando United said that they were near City Hall and saw somebody with some Universal plans. So maybe that's for something cool mm. at the uh, Wet n' Wild spot. Hopefully. Hotel. Yeah. Uh, so how about some uh, King Kong, guys? Whoa, what a week for Kong. Finally. <laughs> Let's talk about this 72-person mega vehicle. Those things which, are beautiful. Which I I said it today. I was like, oh my goodness, they just basically built a badass tram. Like <laughs> That's what, because they were making a tram ride, and it's kind of after the tram in Hollywood, and the original Kong was a broken-apart tram ride. Like, oh my goodness, they just made a tram. So, how many people can ride on a Kilimanjaro safari vehicle? 30? It's like twice the size. This thing's gigantic. Yeah. Is it yeah, one what I was... continuous thing? Yeah. Yeah, it's one gigantic, <laughs> like, truck, vehicle. I don't know what you want to call it. Is it yeah. Does it have tires and wheels? Yeah. And yeah. what these are usually used for are for moving cargo off of trains to planes or like it, it's for transporting yeah. cargo from one thing to another and now it's a theme park ride vehicle yeah they, they have them at the ports here in savannah yeah. they're they're, mm-hmm. they're huge <laughs> and gps controlled yeah it was like 17 tons yeah mm-hmm. grief. it made it made mike west look very small yes yes it did so he talked about that and then he showed there's going to be five different drivers, and I don't have the name list, but they're wonderfully silly. Um, are and we Becky have, Callahan. Go for it. Will Becky Callahan, a loose cannon cowgirl who isn't phased by the dangers of winter on Skull Island. Will Denham, a fresh-faced adventure-seeking younger cousin of the famed movie director Carl Denham. Jinx Costanza, a hardened New York City ex-con who is wary of the island's mysteries. Mm-hmm. Kal- <laughs> Kalana. Kalana? A mystical descendant of the natives who first settled the island, and Charles Doc Jordan, a PhD student in paleontology who took time off from his studies to explore the world. Yeah. And they'll all have different spiels. And apparently, Will Denham somehow related to the character in Skull Island, the movie that Tom Hiddleston's playing. I think I saw that on a forum somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That, okay. Um,. So yeah, we have five different drivers. 
they're all going to... And they can be anything from just audio to the glassy... the glassy Hogwarts Express characters to wonderful screens to freaking C-3PO animatronics. Like, we have no idea what's going to unfold there. Could even be live people. Yeah, you could have actors yeah. to Adventures Club, switch them out. Yeah. Because there was an audition for limited spieling um, cast or team members. So that would kind of fit in. Man, this is going to be awesome if they put actors in there. I just hope people are cool about this ride and don't ruin it. Be cool. Like, don't take Snowflake on it. Be smart. Yeah, this is like the family attraction that's not for family. So was was King Kong, and so was Jaws. Like, I I had that thought today, and it's on our list to run through. This is going to be scary. This is going to be a scary ride. Scary things are going to happen. It's going to be a scary adventure. Scary is fun, but it's going to be scary. And I was thinking, man, I don't like, they should warn people. Like, I don't even know if I want to do it. And then I thought back and I was like, Kong was scary. Jaws was that scary. If you're eight or 10, it's going to be scary. Yes. It's going to be interesting, especially with like the gigantic man bats and the huge insects and human sacrifice uh tom hiddleston's gonna yeah. be there loki's coming out i mean it's, it's uh <laughs> and who knows like we still have no idea what's gonna go on so there is an outside path i just have clarification because i don't know as much as you guys there is an outside mm-hmm. path that i assume like wraps around near the queue area are they gonna have an option yes. of not doing that yes yes oh that's so cool this right so if it if it rains, it will not do the outside little turn that goes to the gates. It will just bypass that part and continue on. It goes straight from load to the scene with the skull that you see in front of the gates. Right. The one open so you seen through. Yeah. Yeah. So you lose scene one, basically. Well, what? Scene two, I guess, because load would be scene one, right? Yeah, something like that. So, like, you would lose scene two and move to scene three. Which I assume in an ideal situation, that first outdoor scenes just building suspense yeah yeah and building yeah, and just creating an atmosphere and because kilimanjaro you just kind of go whoa 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 for a while and then you yeah. start looking at stuff like they just i'm um, sure just whippy corners just for fun i'm sure your um whoever your spiller will be will be setting up some of the story from i'm sure there'll be stories set up in the queue but then they will pick that up and get you actually into the mode of being on Skull Island. Right. Six minutes. Six minutes, y'all. Yes. Michael. Yo. Michael. You think they're going to have a grab and go? (laughs) I sure hope so. I sure hope so, too. (laughs) Which I guess technically a banana was the original grab and go. Yeah, there is there is a uh, there's a grab and go. There's the mess tent outside already ready to go. Um, yeah, it's set up. So, yeah. But who knows? Might have some banana snapple. Some Amstel Light. <laughs> it's be good. Oh, a few Wizarding World Coronas. Yes. A Chero, because of course. Yeah, you know, people love those. Yeah. Well, it's Scream Skull Island, but Chero. The, the natives love them. <laughs> banana flavored popcorn. Yes. All right, so well, Nick, you weren't here when we did this before, but over under May for soft openings. Uh, I'm gonna say over. Okay. For for softs, I'm gonna say over. All right, I can respect that. But I think it'll be like I think it'll be like May second or third. I think it'll be like the very beginning of May. And the only reason why I say over is because they have a lot of special events going on in April with the wrapping up of Mardi Gras followed by Grad Bash and things like that going on that I don't know if they're going to want to have it operating with those type, with those particular crowds that are going to be in the park that they might hold off until it slows down a little bit at the start of May before June. Okay. Just, just my speculating. Got it. I hope I'm wrong. I hope it's open when I'm down there on the 15th, but... I doubt it. Hey, 
Lightum. Hey boys, greeting from sunny Orlando, Florida. Oh, wait, is it sunny right now? We got problems. No, no it's not. <laughs> I knew global warming was a problem. I'm at the world famous um, Orlando Ale House on Kirkman Boulevard, outside of the gates to Universal. So, oh, uh, nice. That is world things famous. Are, things are going well in the Lightum lifetime. Is your brother having a good time? Yeah, we're, he's uh, he's beyond floored about how good things have been going. Um, he had not been here since the late '90s, so it, wow. I made him watch the uh, first four uh, Potter movies, or I threatened to not allow him on property and. He did get through uh, one through four, Goblet of Fire, and lost his mind when he walked through uh, Diagon Alley. Cool. You had any fire whiskey? We actually got to do nice. Diagon Alley with uh, Megadiz, and uh, yeah, it was, you know, like, like uh, all the fire whiskey. Too much fire whiskey. <laughs> Too much fire whiskey. It was bad. <laughs> but yes, we did. We did, we've we've had a blast. We are gonna fly out tomorrow morning. But um, yeah, it it just been wonderful. It, I mean, you guys have probably done it too. It, it's it's always fun to go to the parks. Um, by your you know by yourself or have your own experience, but when you can watch somebody else have their first experience on something like Hogwarts uh, Express you know it just it fires wait I think I lost you there for a second yeah Lane I think Lane out. was hosting the call and that's the problem that could be a problem yeah I hope we're still recording alright we'll edit that out <laughs> we'll edit that out maybe <clears throat> so what's up guys How's how's life how's everybody doing Good to hear your voices. Not as good as you. <laughs> yeah, right now I'm looking at a giant uh, Courage is Universal Universal um, billboard at the Ale House. Nice. And I can see the uh, Islands of Adventure Tower from the, the Ale House here. So everything is perfect right now. Can I have Earth. some zingers? I've got zingers on the way. And a nice. backup of chicken parm. So, ooh, ooh. I need to go to yeah. L House again. What you drinking? Uh, I've asked them to bring me the finest Miller Light they have in the building. Dude, why, why, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> I'm really heavy, and I've already had a lot of rum. So, okay, all right. I did the blood iron sign car as as I mean Joni over at um, the Swizzle Lounge has uh, she knows my brother and I like when we walk in the building she just starts pouring the blood iron sign car. Oh man! She knows she knows <laughs> like as soon as we walk in, uh, not not even to the bar, just to the property. She just starts pouring. So she's she's been awesome. Gotcha. So you're enjoying the bay? Yeah, man, we're we're doing we're doing great at the bay. Everything is just beyond great. Um, I get to meet up with the trackers. Um, I was supposed to meet up with um, the hipsters tonight, but I took a nap instead. <laughs> so I didn't do I didn't do any I didn't do any. Uh, hipster meetups but i did stumble into the trackers and they were as you guys know they are even nicer in person than they are this is like the second or third time i've bumped into them uh while being on a universal property but uh, they are just so nice very nice people yeah <clears throat> yeah they're the best a, yeah they are they are really the best and um I periscoped from the top of uh, Jurassic World. Um, not Jurassic World, Jurassic uh, Camp, Camp Jurassic, Jurassic yeah. Camp, Camp, whatever it is. Camp Jurassic. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Dude, Kong looks like it's pretty much... That that thing's getting really close. Yeah. I mean, it, it is very, very close to being done from what you can see. When you go to that third level of the tower um, and, and you look down, I mean, it looks very, very close to being done. Yeah. I think... Closer uh, than um, Sapphire Falls. Sapphire Falls has a lot of work to do right um they got the frames up but when we were walking through and i stuck my head over the fence um there's there's a lot i mean the pool looks massive but um, yeah it's the biggest one on property i believe yeah it's supposed to be. I, yeah the pool looks like it's it's gonna be ridiculous um yeah. But there's still, I mean, there's there's no sod down. I mean, I know that's probably the last um, the last step in the process. But there's no sod. There's no nothing. They still got exposed cable out. Um, a lot of wiring um, that's running to and from the the pool. I don't know if that's going to be like what they use for the electrical to uh, to heat it or cool it, but. Um, Framework is up there. It looks looks pretty good. I'm sure, guys, you guys are probably more posted than I have. And I was there. I was looking at it this morning. You guys probably have more updates than I do. But um, that was guy uh, in an OJ, an F-150, a white F-150 Bronco. Just almost killed me. If I die, <laughs> if I die on a podcast, at least it's with you guys. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's it, man. Um, here's one thing that I did not know, and I it's because I didn't listen to you guys. I, I, honestly, Jurassic Park, the uh, water ride, hadn't, had no idea how awesome it was. I read, wrote uh, it today for the first time ever. I always really? skipped it because I didn't want to get soaked. I knew that everybody liked it, but I had no idea that it was that level of awesomeness. It was just, I mean, we got off it, and I didn't even want to, like, I didn't want, my, my brother mate dragged me on it, and I was like, I, I just, I'll be here, I'll wait, I'll, I'll take your picture when you get down, and uh, I <laughs> promise, I, and then um, he dragged me on it, and I dragged him on it a second time this morning. I was like, forget it. We're going again. Like, I don't care about anything else. They're getting on Jurassic Park again. The first time we went on, it was like two minutes. Uh, second time this morning, it was like 20. And then after that, it went to 70. Or we would have um, we would have definitely ridden it a third time. But spring break kicked in probably about 10.30 this morning for whatever reason. It's been I mean, hot, it, too. Yeah, every yeah today was ridiculously hot. Ridiculously yeah. hot. Well, that's cool, man. Thanks for jumping on and sharing about your vacation with us. Go enjoy the rest of it real quick. Yeah, I'm going to go eat some, uh, some chicken and uh, try not to focus on the fact that I gotta get on a plane and go back to the real world tomorrow yeah. alright pal alright you guys be good take care All brush right. your hair alright light him <laughs> take care alright let's close this bad boy up <laughs> <laughs> yeah cause every time someone hangs up everybody goes <laughs> yeah let's see we had an F. Mary kill the Kong tour guide characters why does Kong merch suck so much will Universal make a dumb story to tie Kong into Jurassic Park or they just do the smart thing wait, ignore it. What, wait, what, what, what is this? These are questions. questions. <laughs> All right, well, let's do them. All right. Let's go. F. Mary Kill, the Kong tour guide characters. Oh. Obviously, you have to... Uh, you have to... Uh, Business. You have to uh, ding Becky Callahan, Liz Cannon Cowgirl. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's easily... Um, and then, uh, is Jinx a chick? Uh, don't think so. I, it might might be a gender bender. You know, could run right. right down the middle. 
Well, maybe you marry Becky Callahan. You want a you want a cowgirl? Yeah. This is you, a stressful, Mike. Then you ding Jinx yeah. Costanza, and Obviously. then you kill Doc Jordan because it's like annoying. Yeah, um, nobody wants the brains of the operation. You, you. I don't know. Is Kalana a girl? Uh, yes, she's she's a, a of native descent. We'll see. You, I think it's too could, soon to call this question. Thanks a lot, Scarlett. You, you could, uh, oh, you that was Scarlett. Yeah. Great. Uh, that was a hard one. Anyway, moving on. Next yeah. question. <laughs> and it's hard to do when there's five characters. All right. Um, <laughs> Doctor Doom PhD asks: So if Trump wins Florida, will everyone stop coming to Disney World? No. Nope. nope. Sorry. Marco Rubio might stop going, though. Let's see. Um, yeah. It's just going to be sad. Epcot Finn <laughs> asks Parkscope thoughts, and it's a picture of Mickey, Pluto, Pooh, and Goofy. That's out of the Plaza Pavilion. Oh, the... It's the Pooh for president. Um, Pluto and, and uh, Goofy are holding the banner. Who has a uh, oh, I got Uncle it. Sam top hat on, and um, he vote says for vote for Pooh. It's better I'd than what we have to year. vote for right now. I'd vote for him this year. Yeah. All right. I mean, you got to figure. You got to figure that Christopher Robin would be his uh, his uh, his uh, whatever the 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 person kind of like. Yep. Yeah. So he, he's smarter than most of these people running. So. All right. Okay. I'll Zach- allow it. <laughs> Zachary Zarnstorf at Kansas ZZ asks, why does the Kong merch suck so much? Because uh, it's the same stuff they always put out. Universal merchandise in general is pretty terrible. We love shot glasses yeah. However, and really black t-shirts. I would say that theme park merchandise in general is pretty terrible outside of <laughs> some exceptions. Outside think- of the nostalgia, the, the nostalgia-filled stuff, yeah. yeah. I think Disney's yeah, doing a little better bad. with it. But in general, as a general rule, most of it is terrible. Mm-hmm. All right. Another voice, Diz, asks, will Universal make up a dumb story to tie Kong into Jurassic Park, or will they do the smart thing and just ignore it? Ignore it? The smart thing and ignore it. Yeah, just let lands be lands. Yup. All right. Excuse me, at Nordstrom asks, "How many horses will the Fast and Furious ride kill?" Is that in reference to how many horses Star Wars killed in Disneyland? Oh, I Maybe. didn't get that. <laughs> or is it a horsepower reference? This might be too deep for the Southern <laughs> delegates of the Parkscope <laughs> Podcast. Uh, I'd say about ten. <laughs> oh. I mean, are they I'm making glue? Pickle. Oh. <laughs> All right. Jonathan Green from Inside Universal asks, do you think Universal Studios Florida will redo their entrance? I hope so. Yes. I think I think so, too. I don't know if when. If anything, just point. to put more metal detectors. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... I he means like the entrance plaza area, right? Yeah. Like the area they, they were talking about that them. a lot because you have yeah. to take an immediate right once you get in the door. Yeah, oh, but I mean, I don't know because Minion Mayhem's not going anywhere for a long time. Well, I don't know, man. So the uh, the ride system's pretty. I think it's not. As long well. as it keeps that long wait, though, man. Why would you get rid of it at this point? It That's might like cost low too much priority. to maintain. No, then they'll just to, build a new one and run it for 30 more years. Yeah. But it, I would think it would be so low priority to worry about that now compared to the other things that they have going on that that would stay. So if that's going to stay, that kind of dictates your entrance, what it's going to be because, I mean, really after the store, that's the first thing you see. Right. It, if they could get rid of that whole production and it made sense whenever they opened up the park to have the sound stages there because of it being a working studio. But now it doesn't with it being primarily a theme park. But if you could remove those, like the Shrek building and the Despicable Me building, or theme them somehow to better flow, you know, it would. 
like if you could extend like the California area of the park, the Hollywood area to incorporate that area too, and somehow theme those, those places to that. But I don't, I don't know. I think it's fine. It makes me happy. Yeah. I'm happy when I get there. (laughs) I tell you what I would like to see them do. I would like to see them use something like that. They've done at um, Hollywood with the, the tower thing. When you walk into their gates, they have that, the universal tower type thing with the fountain and all that to somehow incorporate that into the facade or something similar to that, to the facade that was the Lucy tribute, Hello Kitty building and all that right there at the entrance, Mm -hmm. just something that's like, that like stood up that you could see, okay, that's the entrance of the park in some way. I don't know. I, I think uh, I think everything's fine except once you get past the Universal Studios store and, and Hello Kitty. That's when it all falls apart. But I think other than that, it's fine. You don't have to take an immediate right. That's just if you want to go to the cool places. T2. Um, I, mean, well, I mean, most people are going straight now. Don't you think? They're going straight and hanging a right at New York. Yeah, because that's how you get to die again. Oh, yeah, I always and take that's a right you, and go the long. I guess I go the long way. Rip ride and rocket. That's what I'm usually doing. Oh goodness, <laughs> rocking it, Asta. I, I be honest, you're going straight alley. to Finnegan's. Yeah, <laughs> it depends on what time of day it is. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> All right, guys. Finnegan's open with the park. Hmm. I don't think so. All right, guys. It's been nice. It's been real. It's been real nice. Did that wrong. Outroductions? Yeah. All right. So, Lane, where can we find you? At Lane Nichols on Twitter. Uh, that is it. I am also now hacked into the at Parscope account. Whoop. Yeah, Lane, Lane is our, uh, our newest member, in case you haven't caught on. <laughs> um, he is officially a member of Parkscope. Because uh, oh. S H A W N had to uh, leave, <laughs> but and, he may uh, return. And Joe is with still in our spirit. Hearts. Yeah, Joe's with us. Joe's our favorite. We love you, Joe. I stay up an extra hour to say that on the podcast. He's uh, super sexy and awesome. And we'll be back on and uh, uh, do another episode this week. Yeah. So, ladies, swipe right for Joe. And swipe uh, right for Joe. <laughs> Nick, where can we find you? Besides your bathroom floor. Uh, uh, yeah, redoing <laughs> the bathroom. Avoiding downtown Savannah and the St. Patrick's Day craziness of all the drunkards trying to not get hit by cars. Did you know Savannah almost killed me? What? Two beer, Irish whiskey. Uh, <laughs> Mike, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me at Parkscope Blue. At Parkscope Blue, a cherished member. Oh, I everybody. <laughs> Love everybody. Hate everything. Come on, make Parscope great again. Boom. <laughs>